This episode's been brought to you by the Texas Taekwondo Alumni Association Endowment Fund. For more information, please contact Texas Taekwondo Alumni at gmail.com. Greetings, Horns. This is Coach Mike, and welcome to Texas Taekwondo in the Coach's Corner. In this episode, Coach Hector, Abby, and myself hang out with recent 2020 U.S. Open bronze medalist Aiden Rivas and get a glimpse of what it's like to be a high-performance athlete. How's everybody doing, by the way? Surviving. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Staying, uh, staying healthy. Yeah. Staying uh, mentally sane. I'll be, I'll be healthier once this uh, semester finishes. We got one more week. Mm. Oh wow! Yeah, that was quick. Oh, very quick. I, I, I didn't even realize school was still going on. Oh, <laughs> I mean, granted, I'm not in school anymore, but it's, <laughs> uh, it's uh. What is it like for you right now, though? What do you mean? Like schedule wise, I mean, I I picture you having like a very, like regimented type schedule with training and studying, and that's what you know with COVID nineteen, everything's kind of off the hinge right now. Yeah, that'd be ideal having the <laughs> having natural structure, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, well, the schedule is very similar to what has been, uh, especially school wise. At least is similar, but. It's harder to maintain a discipline of schedule with school and and, and stuff like that because you're in the house all day and and being enclosed in one area, especially for me, for my type of personality, I I I, I malfunction like smoke comes out of my ears. But uh, <laughs> but uh, it's I'm I'm trying to. Uh, it took me a while to adjust to this um, type of scheduling, especially with Hector, like doing extra quarantine, extra lockdown with Jackie. Like I applaud you. <laughs> I don't know how. Yeah, how I would do it. Yeah. What, what, what are you implying? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, Hector's like, what? <laughs> no, just because just he was in, in super lockdown. Like, I, I still went out once in a while to to click with uh, them and go grocery shopping. Like, I think Hector, it, yeah. if I remember correctly, Hector and Jackie were in a oh, complete for the first, lockdown. Yeah. yeah. yeah like, after first, traveling. Yeah. yeah, after traveling, I did. I did do a complete lockdown. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I, I couldn't do that. Like, uh, I, I still went out grocery shopping and stuff like that, but I didn't go out as much, obviously. But I, I did have some access outside. But mm-hmm. uh, no, like, but the way you did is that would be too much for me. Yeah, it was rough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's we... it. Oh, yeah, I, I mean, we're doing it right now. This I is know. it. Oh yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, we're live. Oh, this is it. We are live. Yeah, this is it, man. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry, if, I was kind of like, okay, guys, come on. We're listening good content for the podcast. <laughs> no, man, this is it. Oh. This is it. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> no, sorry, no, sorry no. to do that. <laughs> uh, I how many have you had to drink already, Hector? You know what? I just won, but maybe I maybe I might require a second one after that. Hey, By all means, send some over here, Hector. Uh, <laughs> wait. So speaking of, like, Aiden, now that I guess, how's your diet right now? I'm curious. Like, are you still like staying like pretty healthy? Like, Did I... you don't have to answer that question if you don't want to. Fair enough. Or the I need to Please keep, my Im- keep my image answer. Which one is it? <laughs> I mean, whatever you want your fans to hear. <laughs> no, you know, like, 
I am toning down on the extreme diet uh, since there's no upcoming tournament that I have to do. Yeah, I, I have to com- maintain a certain level of, of, of discipline to not let myself too go because mm-hmm. I do not want to really uh, let myself go. And then when it's time to cut and get in technical and competition mode, I don't want to go in the extreme opposite and go extreme dieting. And so right now it's really light. Mm-hmm. Like I eat whatever I eat. If, if I'm hungry, I'll eat. If I'm not hungry, I won't eat. And uh-huh. I just, I eat out more than I should be doing, but I'm still keeping it uh, at a certain level of discipline to to ensure I don't go overboard and not have to really kill myself going back into competition mode. Gotcha. Because I don't know about the rest of you guys, but like half of the half of my time, I'm like, am I bored or am I hungry? Yeah. Like, I cannot tell. Yeah, that was, that was <laughs> a problem in the beginning. That was, that was a problem. But now I'm yeah. just like, now I'm kind of aware of, all right, I'm hungry because I'm bored or I'm hungry because I'm actually hungry, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but it's, I'm, oh, sorry. It's gotten so bad. I've, um, I ordered a five pound bag of gummy oh. bears and I keep it hidden <laughs> in my closet. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> God damn. That's okay. My- it's okay. My wife doesn't listen to this podcast, so she doesn't uh, know I hide it in there. Oh, I, would, I was assuming you were hiding it from your kids. Well, that too. Okay. <laughs> but five too. pounds? I'm not going to eat it all in one night, Obviously Bobby. Bobby. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> well, the reason why I hide it is because she she's the one that has the most discipline and concern about eating healthy in the house. Um, if she weren't around, I would probably eat that whole five pounds within a night or so. So, you know, that's why I, I have it and I keep it hidden, but it's moderate. I'm not, I've got some self-control. I can quit anytime. That's, that's what they all say. <laughs> sure. Says, yeah. says yeah. every smoker ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> quit anytime. Uh, and, and then Aiden, I'm assuming, do you do your own meals and, and uh, stuff? Well, well, yeah, I do my own meals, but like I said, I've been eating out more often too. I kind of go half and half, to be honest. Yeah, it's, gotcha. I, I try to. I'm trying to sway back to more of my own meal prep of just uh, my protein, my carb, and then my veggies. Like eating my protein, mm-hmm. either ground beef, chicken, or pork. And then because during mm-hmm. normally during competition times, I eat, I, eat, I just eat chicken. And so right now, I kind of yeah, <laughs> and, it, and it kind of got boring <laughs> for the past. <laughs> Three five years. <laughs> Hashtag make the switch. And so, yeah. and uh, so like I'm adding different elements into it to change it up, and then either rice or pasta, and then just I literally get all the veggies that I like, and then saute them together, and voila. Very, I'm very basic on that. Like during the actual comp, like you know, let's throw coronavirus out of here. Like your actual competition season, is that kind of like what your diet is? What you just kind of told us, or like because I'm really curious. Like I, whenever I ha- we had collegiates coming up. And I was always, I was only five pounds over, but I would still have to cut. And oh my God, it was so hard just losing weight, whether I'm cutting or just trying to lose weight in my current state, just like, it's really tough. So I'm, I'm kind of curious how, really, how your diet. Yeah. Is. It's really funny. Like, I guess before I answer that question, it's really funny uh, for me hearing your perspective of you saying how, how difficult it was to cut five pounds right before competition because for me it kind of wish that that was the case going just doing five pounds the night before because normally actually and for the longest time i've been doing good like five pounds at most or less but just this past two tournaments something and it's just for some reason my weight got spiked up a lot and 
and I struggle a lot. But normally during mm-hmm. competition, it is essentially what I said, just a lot less ground beef, essentially all chicken. And uh, and I and I varied it from rice to pasta just to not get bored of my eating and start doing other stuff like burgers and stuff just to try to vary it up. So yeah. I just use pasta or rice. And then and and, and the veggies the veggies always been the same. Like I add some like some spring mix in there once in a while to add more healthy goodness into it. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Well, but it's, it's essentially a lot of veggies like bell peppers, broccoli, cauliflower, um, carrots, onions, all mixed up together and sauteed. Yeah. Dang. I, I have a question for the rest of the guys. Have you guys seen Aiden's oh legs? Gosh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, they, probably they some of the nicest legs I've ever seen. No, no. Do you know what yep. I call them? <laughs> <laughs> what do you call them? Wait, Aiden, what I do I call you them? Tell me. <laughs> that, that's, <laughs> I want to hear this. <laughs> uh, I call them steroid legs. Actually, the first one you said, like, I guess my first year, you call, first you called them horse legs, and then you said, yeah, and, and horse legs. And, and then yeah, you said steroid legs. legs, like right after. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. horse legs. Yeah, that was yeah. the original one. And yeah, like for the people that haven't seen it, Aiden's legs, man, they're like so. The, the word that comes to my mind is just vascular, just veins and veins and veins. It's yeah. Like, wow. It's like 0% body fat, which yeah. can't be healthy. <laughs> Everybody What's should up? take the chance to gawk at Aaron's or Aiden's legs next time you get a chance. <laughs> no, no. I'm going to wear pants all day. <laughs> so Aiden so I know you mentioned that you weight spiked up a little bit so tell me it's like your like your days before weigh-ins are they still the same as collegiates because like I guess I'll let me tell you guys a little bit of the story so my my last collegiates I actually competed in black belt for the first time it was in Washington DC I was actually in the same same division with Aiden uh we were in state Wayne division same bracket well not the same bracket uh, so anyways, we were both cutting the <laughs> night before and it was an interesting cutting strategy we had going on. So the night before weigh-ins, Aiden and I, we put on a hogu, a sweater, a, a headgear even, and we go running through DC. We don't even know we were running. We were running like through the bars and stuff. It was on a Friday night. And, and Aiden's special technique was grabbing the Skittle, putting it in your mouth, which makes you salivate and I just start spitting, you know? <laughs> what? what? Yeah, yeah, that was the special strategy. So we did that for I don't know how many miles. I mean, not too many because we had like you know had a competition coming up soon. But we lost like I can't remember. I I know I have like a snapshot memory of it that came up recently, and we lost like I guess at least yeah. three pounds was, just that doing that from min- sweating min- and spitting. Like, on the short end. <laughs> I have I some videos. Stuff. I have some videos of that in pictures. I'll post them in the comments. Um, <laughs> so, Aiden, is that is that still a thing? Like, do you still do those like midnight so, runs? So and... that run that we had, in particular, like the one that we did, is, was very different. Was actually very unique. Uh, I guess in that aspect, because for one, it's <laughs> still by far my favorite weight cut of, of all time. That was that was yeah, the dude. time that I can say, of course. Hey, wait, it's fun, guys. <laughs> we're, we were suffering a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Not only did we run literally through bars and between people, and we probably bumped into a couple of people, drunk people <laughs> that night, but uh, we, we ran through that. Yeah. And I completely <laughs> forgot that we got the Skittles. Like, we were running, and then all of a sudden we saw a gas station, and, we, and I said, stop. We got to get Skittles. Uh, 
And so, yeah, <laughs> um, gum. And then I saw the sour Skittles. Like, yeah, hey, I think Skittles. Oh, yeah. Like, so like, oh. This is better. And so I told Hector, hey, let's do this. And then we started doing that, spitting all over the street <laughs> while we were running. And we found like a halfway point and then we were just sparring. And then we ran back. And was... <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. A literal yeah, street and... fight. And we're like... <laughs> Like this yeah. is at yeah. this is at night, you know. It's a yeah. random place. Yeah, I, I bet people thought we were crazy. So what's kind of funny about that is, um, as you're telling the story from your perspective, I remember seeing y'all running. Um, so it was myself. Yeah, yeah. It was myself, Mike was at, coach. Mike was at the bar. Actually, yeah, we, we were. <laughs> so, <laughs> coach Joe. Coach Martin, Coach Daniel, and myself, there was um, a Korean fried chicken place across the street called Bonchon. And we went there to go eat and have a few drinks that Friday night. And we're sitting there. And then all of a sudden, we see Hector and, and Aiden just running down in full of hoodies and all that. I was like, oh, good for them. They look like they're having a really good time right now. And then we, you know. <laughs> well, and then we, sipping on your drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty much like, oh, good for them. And, um, <laughs> And then I, 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 we must have finished a few beers and had, you know, some fried chicken. And then y'all came running back. It's like, good. They're back home now. We can go to sleep. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. man. That was a lot of fun. I'm yeah, not going like to forget that. that. <laughs> the only time I actually had fun with cutting because all the other times was not so ideal. It's like when I tell people, when I tell people my, my cutting stories, they, they, they think I'm a lunatic, like legit. And so I always tell them, I always tell people, if, if you guys don't have, if, if there is no need for you to cut weight in any aspect, don't do it. It's it's horrendous. Mm-hmm. Because my because what I do now, I guess to answer your question finally, sorry for <laughs> going off track, was that it, there's two things. There's two ways to do it. It depends on my situation. The ideal way that I try to do is maintain mm-hmm. my diet and all that stuff, like natural stuff. And and as I um, as I close in to the tournament, like I lower my intake caloric, caloric intake to uh, minimize the amount of food because when it gets so close to a to a to a tournament day what you eat is not as Mm -hmm. there's a few things here and there but it's it's not it's not about what you eat it's about how much you eat and so i start eating less and less and less but still still the same thing i've been eating is less and around 12 Mm -hmm. hours before my weigh-ins i just cut off all the water and food that i have uh, uh, to eat and so I sleep on an empty stomach, oh, on a semi-empty stomach, and then wake up, and and hopefully yeah. I, I have that. Uh, I'm close to weight, and so what I do, like, so that's just eating, and then to actually for the actual water weight, it depends on how much I'm over. Uh, what I have been for the past two years, the average thing that I've done is, if if I'm like five over about five pounds the night before, I just do a little sweat session uh, on the with my gear with like with layers to have a sauna suit now with sauna suit or if i didn't have a sauna suit layers of clothing go on a bike and ride out ride it out for like an hour straight like in, in full um, layers mm-hmm. and and uh and i, I and i stra- try to stray stra- away from doing that because i don't run anymore because that's too much impact on my knees so i try to minimize that so i use bikes and, and now my oh, okay. weight, weight cutting that i try to do as much as i can just sauna it or take hot baths to to minimize my energy usage and just sweat it out. Mm. Got it. So, 
Um, Aiden, did you, when did you start getting into the practice of managing and cutting weight? Uh, I mean, did you, did you come from a, a culture or a background of sports that had, that required you to do that? The reason why I ask is because I didn't cut a lot of weight when I competed when I was younger. And then I didn't really get into the idea of cutting weight, like strictly until I met coach Joe. And the reason was he came from a very strong wrestling background where they would always cut weight, try to make weight and all that. So I wasn't used to it. Um, so I'm curious, did you no, have a background in not it? Not at all. Actually, it, it just, I, I got into it kind of by accident, to be honest. And, and, and the first time, I, and the reason I say that, because the first time I actually cut, had to cut weight was my junior year in high school. And uh, I went to my first, uh, I went to an Arizona state qualifier to qualify for a, my first nationals. And, um, and and I just went through the process. I registered and and I was about to go weigh in. And I never had problems with my weigh-ins. I never did. And that was the first time that I was overweight. Uh, if I remember correctly, I was like two pounds over. So I weighed in. <laughs> so the funny thing is, is I never had that experience or problem ever. I weighed in and the, and the coach was like, you're two pounds over. Like you need to lose that weight and, and weigh in again. And I was like, and, 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 and when he said that, I was like, <laughs> wow. Since I, since I, since I was the first thing, uh, since I was inexperienced in that, I was like, oh, cool. Uh, so I come in back tomorrow and, and lose weight or something. <laughs> like I was just non <laughs> like, Okay, so what do I do? And yeah. Like, no, you have to do it now. And, and I had to cut it in like three or four hours. I forgot. And I was like, wait, mm. you, you, you're asking me to lose weight now. <laughs> Is that even possible? I was starting to freak out. Wow. I, like I said, I didn't. I was completely unaware of, of, of weight cutting. And then luckily enough, one of my um, teammates, yeah. dad was a boxer and he told me, Hey, I, I know what to do. I'll help you out. Oh, okay. And so, he, yeah. I was, How I convenient. That aspect. Cause, cause that's the first time I ever weight cut. Wait, really? Yeah, I mean, uh, no, junior uh, high? Junior in high school. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wait, well, I mean, that's even more surprising. Wait, when did you start? Oh, taekwondo, I, started, uh, man? I was a, uh, in the third grade, around eight, around eight years old, and I, I never had to uh, weigh okay. in. Uh, I, weight cut. I, I guess yeah. I guess like because I remember like when I was a little kid, most of the chairmen will they would just like kind of see your height, but I do remember some of them like they did weigh me. Um, so yeah, that's that's impressive that you didn't like weigh to like an official weigh up yeah, into the junior in high school. <laughs> well, were you wow. competing as? Um... Like actually, in a senior division? That was the first time, actually, to be honest. Yeah, that, that actually makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Not that I think about it. That was the first time that I was like, yeah, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, was, I was 17, but back then that I was uh, mm -hmm. I was considered an adult. And so that was the first time I was doing that. And so. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Wait, so, wait, junior. Uh, but I do know yeah. you did golf in high school, correct? So were you still juggling between like golf and taekwondo at the moment or how how did that like how did you manage oh, that what was that i mean going you're going back um uh, so <laughs> back then i did uh like uh like you know hector that i did golf and taekwondo basically at the same caliber like the same the same way i was training in taekwondo i was doing in golf because golf was my my my, my love my mm -hmm. other sport so you had high intensity I workouts with golf and and high 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 intensity <laughs> cutting weight. <laughs> and, no, yeah, it's obviously pertaining to um, golf training, but uh, and I, but actually my my first high wow. school because I went to high school. It's my first high school. My one of the football coaches was actually the golf coach, so we did a actually we actually did a lot of weight training. 
in, in my golf team. But mm. um, I, oh. I, I spent, uh, I guess, to be more specific, I spent the, uh, the same amount of hours training in Taekwondo as I did in golf, going at the course, doing different go- um, golf wow. drills and et cetera, et cetera. And so what it did was, like, in high school, it was very robotic, my scheduling. It was very structured. And so it, it, it didn't feel too crazy now that I think about it. And um, I just, mm-hmm. what it, for golf, I was always the last period of uh, of the day. And so so after I, I, I go through all my classes in, uh, of the day, I go to my last period of the class, and then we go to the golf course and train. And after we spend, um, I don't know, two, two hours uh, practicing, I come back home like around six or seven. I eat uh, and get ready for Taekwondo practice like around eight. Or, and so like, I was literally right after. Wow. One, two. You know, uh, I actually quit taekwondo in high school um oh really because i joined golf yeah i mean well it was a little it was a little harder to make it but basically yeah i wanted to try golf and same thing it was like during the last period and man (laughs) it's hot so it it's not it's not a high intensity workout but you know that sun just beats you down so man i know i know it should have been like a struggle to like like do taekwondo after being in the sun for so long Thanks for reminding me that. Yeah, that's that's very true because the golf is not (laughs) – most people, like, it it always frustrated me when people say the golf is not a sport. It's just like a little – it's just a little (laughs) thing. I feel you. you. Like, no, I'm an athlete. I've I've done football. I've done cross country. I've done all this. Trust me, golf is a sport. And also, by the way, I I did golf because because the Taekwondo actually was a long hitter in golf because of the hip hip motion, the hip um, um, Mm. twist that I had for, like, a Rana's kick. I use the same um, power to swing on the the club, and so I, so a lot of my hits were with uh, high power, and so I exhausted a lot of energy doing that. But also, golf is very mm-hmm. uh, it's very long term, so it take it drains you a lot uh, throughout the day because, like you said, the sun yes. is beating down right at your face, and you're carrying a different kind of stamina, like fifty pound club bag behind you, walking th- two or three miles daily. And so that's that's it is it is a different oh, type of stamina and it does wear you down. If anyone's curious, uh, Aiden and I play golf. I think it was back in February, and <laughs> yeah, he beat me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, okay, maybe maybe he beats me in Taekwondo, but maybe I can he- beat him in golf. No, I was wrong. <laughs> nah, <laughs> that's what I thought about basketball. <laughs> so Aiden, how old were you when you first started Taekwondo? Man, I think I'm around eight years old. Oh, eight. I, the, right. Yeah, the market that I use is third grade. And so, like, I, I literally <laughs> did the math backwards. <laughs> but, yeah, I was in the third grade when I when I moved to Arizona. Okay. And yeah. um, why did you why did you start with Taekwondo? Well, I guess to be, uh, to be more technically correct, um, I actually started Taekwondo when I was, like, five years old when I lived in Dallas. But it was such a short amount of time. Like, I did it for a month before my dad um, uh, moved uh, to Germany. And so, but when we went to Germany, I didn't do Taekwondo until I came back uh, to Arizona and then where I, where I officially started doing it. Mm. And my mom always told me the reason why she put me in Taekwondo is because I was always, I was always annoying her, complaining about, <laughs> about putting me into a, like a mar- karate school or whatever. I, yeah. so, like any, any sort of uh, martial arts school. Cause every time we pass by, like any karate, Taekwondo, Kung Fu's, 
uh, studio, I always complained to her, like, hey, I want to go in that. I want to go in that. I, I always like sports, <laughs> but I was always fascinated by ninjas. My mom. That's not an uncommon thing I've heard. Yeah, because, uh, well, for Halloween, I was ninja like three times, <laughs> three years in a row. <laughs> this was including last year. Hey, 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 don't, don't blast me out like that now, coach. <laughs> but, uh, but to be more, to be exact, what I actually said is I wanted to be a Chinese ninja. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's a that's that's a quote unquote what I said, and I don't know why I said that because Jet ninjas are Japanese, not Chinese. <laughs> Fair yeah, enough. That, yeah. yeah, that's that's literally why how I started Taekwondo because I always just wanted to get into something of that sort, and and voila. Yeah. Boom. When did you start competing in Taekwondo? Like uh, go to your first tournament and all that. Well, actually, when I started in Arizona. Um, in, in Arizona, it was, it was a more traditional school. Like, yeah, we, we sparred, and it was a WT, uh, or back then, WTF-styled uh, Olympic Taekwondo school. But uh, as a white belt, uh, I did I, I started competing at a local tournament. Wow. And my very first so- tournament, I was just sparring. Uh, because for some reason, I struggled to learn my first, first form. I struggled and struggled, and I couldn't do it, so I didn't feel comfortable doing Pumse. In a, in a tournament but after that my second tournament and beyond and, until black belt i i, I did uh <laughs> i did both wow. and, uh, sparring. so pretty much from the very beginning you've been sparring yeah that's amazing that's amazing i mean how did you feel as a kid having to spar oh it was fun it, yeah that, that's it it was, it was fun it was just fun it was not like us <laughs> <laughs> I, I always loved uh, it like yeah, and especially, think, like, especially like when I sparred, like the coaches, I did get always get nervous, like fighting the instructors and stuff, and and get scared at times. But in the end of it, I guess I guess I like fighting. I like beating people up. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I bet I bet it's fun when you're the one beating other people. Up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, uh, well, back then they they put me on a, on a lot of instructors, so I got my booty kicked a lot. When you fight, I. I, I Wait, I think uh, I just uh, remember the first time I met Aiden. Oh yeah, um, and I feel I feel like it's a clickbait worthy photo, I guess that I have. Oh no! So oh, no. <laughs> it was it's a, it was during an open mat, and I I definitely Aiden remembers this, and he knows what I'm talking about. So we had an open mat, <laughs> which is like a week before open house. And you know, people are just kicking around. Joe's Joe's not even there, <laughs> and Aiden comes in and like you know this hot shot. I'm like, oh okay, okay, we'll see. Let's you know size him up and now. <laughs> and then I remember he he gears up and like starts sparring Daniel. Oh boy! And then I I got distracted, and I, next next thing I know, there's like a piece of tooth on the oh. mat. I'm like, what the hell happened? I thought you guys were just like fighting sparring like lightly but no apparently Aiden I mean apparently Daniel moved back and Aiden caught him (laughs) without a mouthpiece so for the listeners here's the there's two lessons here first of all always wear a mouthpiece second of all is don't move back yeah never move back never (laughs) I was scared because that was literally the first time I showed my presence huh, in the, into the club. 
that was the first time I met everybody. The first time I was at the club, the first time I practiced with y'all, the first time I met everybody. And I've heard of Joe being mad at me for being one of those quote unquote hot shots that wants to beat people up, which was not my intention at all. And so, and so well, when me and Daniel were sparring, what happened was that he tripped because we were sparring, 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 sparring. And then I was going to, uh, I was trying to do a, a double round, uh, double left, uh, le- double left uh, leg round. I was kicked to the body. The first one I hit him in the body, he tried to hop back, but I somehow he tripped. And while I was doing my second kick to the body, is he he was falling down at, at the rate where his his face his his face met my foot when I was trying to kick his Ooh. body. And and I noticed it, but I was already halfway into the kick and my mind was like, <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> oh, and I was, I back and, and I hit him in the mouth and yeah, teeth everywhere. Oh, that was my, the first impression of me into the club. <laughs> you know, I feel like that really personifies like the culture of the club. You know, yeah, it's like a, you know, teeth falling off and all. But you know, at the end of the day, like you guys are still like friends. You know, like no hard feelings. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, I mean, maybe... heard Daniel talk about. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe I'm speaking too much from him. <laughs> I mean, he's yeah, not on his podcast. The first three years. <laughs> I, I hope he doesn't have like some secret grudge against you. <laughs> he's got yeah. a pick. And, and, the funny, well. and the funny thing was that I was so relieved is that when that happened, I was scared of Joe. I thought Joe was going to chew me out for like, what the hell are you coming to the club and being a, a douchebag and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but no, he went up to Daniel. I, I was apologizing. Like, no, you're good. And he went up to Daniel like, like, why the hell are you um, where your mouth be? He was chewing Daniel out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now i now i understand why daniel is not on this podcast today. <laughs> so you've been competing since the very beginning huh that's that's crazy yeah i, I just always liked uh, the feeling of the rush of the competitions and sparring and i don't know i, I was always i was always into sports like i always play i played basketball i played uh i did track i did cross country to football and, yeah. stuff. and so i was always i was always familiar in the competition realm but like Taekwondo and sparring always had a special place in my heart where that's that's the, that's the only sport that I stuck to it other than golf. Yeah. But that's the only sport that I just kept going in and, I, and I, could, I couldn't stop. So, Wait. oh, go ahead, Hector. I was going to ask, when you compare Taekwondo to the other sports, um, do you get the same rush from other sports? I know <clears> that for me, it's like there's no nothing that replaces that feeling right before a match where you're like – looking at your opponents or you're lined up and you're like, you know who you're fighting and you know that's there's all this adrenaline running through your body. Uh, did you ever get that same feeling with other sports? In general, I have very, when I go to a golf tournament or uh, when I go to a football tournament, a uh, football game, I've always had, uh, always had surges of adrenaline rush and nerves kicking in. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, especially for golf, since I, since I was really into that, like, yeah, I, I always get nervous and like try to stay calm and focused and in football, mm-hmm. like you're going to get hit. Like, I hope I don't mess up and I want to let the team down. But for, for Taekwondo, uh... but for Taekwondo, you're there by yourself. It's just you and another guy who wants to beat the crap out of you. And yeah. And also the anticipation is much more intense before yeah the ma- before a game or match with taekwondo you're literally waiting it out you're about to fight you don't know who you're going against you see the name you may not you may or may not know who it is you may uh-huh. be thinking is he better than me am i gonna he's gonna beat me blah 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 it's all you and so if, yeah. if 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 you don't 
if you don't uh, excel, if you don't execute to what you're supposed to do, then you're going to fail. And the team sport, it's uh, if you fail, they're going to replace you. But the team still has <laughs> other people to maintain, uh, I guess, the position and, and win. But for Taekwondo, it's just you and the mat and people watching you. So when you are fighting at like this like international tournament, would you do you prefer like knowing who you're fighting? Like, oh yeah, this dude was like in the Olympics or like champion of so and so, or would you rather like, oh, I don't know who this dude is. I'm just gonna hear and perform. You know, like what gets you in a better mental state as far in like fighting? In in general, like overall. I would prefer not not to know who they are. Um, mm. Like obviously, if I'm if if I'm at the tournament and, and and I'm in the holding area, I'm about to fight. Okay, I gotta know who it is. And when I'm at, when I'm actually at the tournament, yes, I gotta know who it is and figure out like what's, what's the next plan. And and I try to avoid uh, knowing how good they are because uh, I was yeah. I, I my my old coach before Joe always like with her, before I knew more people, they always withheld how good they were. And so, like, Ooh. that was checking me out. And then after I beat them, they're like, did you know that guy is a multi-state champion or national champion, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, I beat them? <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it. I'm yeah. glad you didn't tell me. But, uh, oh. but, yeah. <laughs> but, but nowadays, so, but before, like, when I sign up for the tournament and it's, like, months or weeks before the tournament, I don't, I rarely check who's registered or who's going. Wow. Unless, unless there's a specific person I want to know who's going. But other than that. I don't really look into it. I, I try not to psych myself out too much. I mean, to be fair, you have your own name right now. Like, how does it feel like that transition from being, I mean, not a nobody, but like not having much recognition to right now where you literally have fans, bro. Like, I've seen little kids coming up to you like, <laughs> hey, can I get a picture with you? I'm like, damn, like, you're literally like, honestly, you're a superstar. Like, how do, how do, like, how does that feel? Honestly, honestly, like, I don't really think about that too much. I try not to get that too much into my head, and 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 but also I don't feel that that is the case because I just feel like I'm just they're, they're just my friends. Like I have friends. I just know I, I I make I feel like it's just another person that I know or that knows me, like another friend of mine. And so mm-hmm. it's it's really cool. Like I'm not I'm not gonna lie that uh, I have noticed that, and I'm not I'm not oblivious, but. I guess at, at times it feels pretty cool, you know. It feels like yeah, like somebody's actually finally recognizing all the hard work that I've been trying to put out at tournaments and 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 training and all that stuff. But at the same time, all in all, it's it's just just another people like that that I meet and I get to know and have another friend, you know. I try to keep yeah, it as, as normal as possible. So for the people that don't know. I would consider like Aiden the nicest guy ever. Yeah, he can beat yep. your ass, but he's the nicest guy ever. And I will say this, like like he'll fight someone, like whether he wins or loses, like he'll after the match he'll go talk to the opponent man, like, hey, like, what did I do wrong? What are they good? And like super nice about it. Like, damn, like that's so different how my style was. Like Yeah. Yeah. For, for me, I was like, I'm here to like, you know, like <laughs> rip you apart like i don't care who you are like i'm just gonna like go to war like i don't like i'm not here to make friends and i know it's been a shift towards like where aiden like you know he's trying to improve like i try to pick their minds and i think that's really really interesting it, it's i i agree with you 100 percent, and i noticed that too and it was it kind of caught me off guard i didn't know what to expect so when i first saw aiden and i when i first saw him in action i was like this guy's a killer. This guy is a killer. 
And, um, you know, I think I kind of reverted back to like um, my competition mindset. And I was like, I would really hate to meet this guy because, A, he's a badass. And two, every badass I've known is also a jerk at, on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, when I first met Aiden and he was just way overly nice and overly polite, I was like, this can't be real. No, yeah, real. He's just way too nice and just way too much of a good person to be that good in the ring at the same time. It's just not possible, but you're absolutely right, Hector. It is. And it's like, we're very lucky to have that, you know? Yeah. Honestly. So you're saying if I was more of a jerk, I'd be better in sparring. No, then you'd be more like Abby. (laughs) (laughs) I'll get my ass kicked. I'll get get my ass kicked and curse you out at the same time. (laughs) Hey, I I, I may not be disappointed in that answer because Abby killed his last collegiate. I I still am in awe on that. I had a lot of pent up. uh, I had a lot of pent up energy. (laughs) Y'all were on the same team, huh? Like just the three of y'all. Yeah, same class. We were, yeah, yeah. We were. I guess we were. We were on team. So we were in 2016. Yep. Damn, my first year. Daniel was on last year. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, it was you, Daniel, Juan. We had. Oh Ken, man, uh, Jerry. Jerry, Daniel, yeah. Zeke, Bosco, Abraham, Bosco, Tristan. You know, I was thinking this week we should like do like a Zoom reunion about like. Of that team class. Oh my god, who should? That'll be so. <laughs> I think I, I I might I might organize it. See, I know there's like Facebook group like somewhere in the archives. Oh yep. yeah. Just, oh yeah. So big, yeah. I remember, cool. like we had a mini. I guess we had kind of like a mini reunion when uh, me and Bosco came up that one Saturday. <laughs> Um, oh man, I wish I was yeah, <laughs> that was super fun. Where we just uh, Aiden was like, Oh, I gotta go work, and you know, for uh, <laughs> for for everybody, like obviously, all the tournaments and flights and the hotels, like those will you know cost a lot of money. Um, and and even though we have like an HP stipend, usually, um, you know, Aiden's kind of left uh, trying to make everything kind of meet, so he was like, Hey, I gotta work, I got you know, a Costa Rica coming up, and me and Bosco were like. Nah, man, just come hang out with us, <laughs> and we arranged it. <laughs> we we arranged it so that he could he could come out, hang out with us, and we ended up just like we were like texting random people from back then, it's like who's in town? Oh, Zeke's in town. Let's see if he's there. We just drive up to Zeke's house, and we just yelled at him to get in the car, and we didn't really give him any context. <laughs> man, yeah, that was that was fun. That was that was a you know little re uh, throwback. Um, but yeah, I think me and Bosco were kind of talking about like how that team was pretty special and how we just, we were seeing each other every day and just training and, you know, we really kind of grew on each other. So I think, yeah, everybody would totally be down for that. Can you talk a little bit about like the sacrifices you do to be on, like on this level, you know, I mean, they comes, I know it's like financially like relationships and school it's everything man because i mean to be in that level there's yeah there's a lot of work to put in and obviously that's it's a bunch of sacrifices you're putting like from the side well how long is this podcast going to be wow not gonna lie it is it, it's uh I'm, I'm i'm trying not i'm not try, i'm going to try not to go too much in detail because it's uh yeah it's yeah a lot, and um <laughs> Well, 
it's hard. I, I'm not gonna lie, it's hard, and uh, a lot of it is um, financial stuff and trying to keep academic. And back then, like uh, with relationships and stuff, and 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 uh, being able to see my parents also, like traveling, meeting my family, mm-hmm. because I had to really focus on school and taekwondo, and I had to make sure my grades were on top uh, as best as they uh, could be in order to be able to compete and and not worry about that too much and and try not to shift my focus from training into trying to catch up but uh that's that was almost never the case because I always was catching up on my schoolwork because when I leave to a tournament I have to either finish it finish everything early or catch up after the things that I missed in addition to in, in addition to working on top of that I, I, need, to make, I, need, I need to make enough money to be able to pay for all yeah. the housing and tournament fees and et cetera, et cetera. And also try to maintain a relationship with friends, the social life, and even my yeah, parents, man. If, if possible, because I was only able to see my parents twice a year at most. Wow. So wow. It's, it's, it's rarely that I was able to uh, see my parents. And so it's wow. try to try to stay sane. So you say now that trying to stay sane. So what are some things you do to like get your mind completely off from school and Taekwondo? Like, is there any like thing that you do like just to like, yeah, clear your mind? Uh, Have you honestly tried? It? It, it, that's actually was one of the more difficult things that I struggled with. To be honest, I'm not gonna lie. Okay. I, I one of the things that actually helped me clear my mind was actually doing Taekwondo. Uh, there, 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 <laughs> oh, was, wow. there was a point in time where, especially like around my second and third year, where Taekwondo felt more like a job than uh, yeah than uh, than something recreational. And so yeah. that those years is where I struggled the most mentally because I had multiple concussions. I had a struggling relationship. I had struggling academic uh, year and I, okay. had, and I had financial issues. So everything just kept piling up and mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't really, I wasn't releasing that stress in many ways. Uh, the only, if, if any, my, my release was sleeping or watching people <laughs> on Netflix. That's it. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Yeah, are you you're definitely a millennial, or I don't know what category you fall into. Yeah. I'm, I believe I'm Gen the, Z. No, I'm in the short age of the millennial. Wait, you're 97? Six. 96. Got it, got it. Yeah. Wow. And, <laughs> and yeah, hey, that's what I say to the people nowadays who are in the 2000s. I know, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Born in 2001? Like, oh my God. 2002, 2003? Like, that's crazy. That's crazy. And but, for me personally, it's like, Everyone in Taekwondo, like, I don't judge them by their age. That's good. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. No, I don't. I don't. But then, <laughs> but, but you're then, in the two thousands. <laughs> but no, no, no. My gauge is my youngest sister. Uh, she was born, uh, in, I think, oh one. Yeah, oh one. And yeah. then I realized, like, I'm going through either rosters or something, like registration, and like, damn, like these kids were like born like way later, and like, damn, like they're young. Yeah. <laughs> uh but you know, that's cute. That's cute, Hector. That's real cute. <laughs> yeah, I, like I don't see that. I don't see them like younger than my sisters, if that makes sense. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. anyways, yeah. Let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, nowadays, like I was somehow I was able to, with the help of coach and other people, and even therapists, that I some actually use Taekwondo as my release. Like since mm. life has been so hard, like outside of Taekwondo. That, yeah. I, that I just use Taekwondo as a, a way to get away from everything. 
and 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 not and shift the mindset from being like work grunt work job like i need to do this to i need to do this because i want to do it and it's fun mm-hmm. i think and, uh i think most of the coaches can relate to like you know just going there for a weekend and even if it's just like some light sparring where you can like take your mind off like it makes worth the trip you know like those two hours you drive to get there it makes yeah. worth of it it's a lot of fun and even it's if- totally worth the week afterwards of just recovery and just oh. <laughs> things or I, I do it again <laughs> oh yeah that's another topic <laughs> but yeah yeah it's it's so much fun like even like sparring like even if like i'm like sparring you aiden like i know like damn like it's you're on a completely different level like from what i remember because i remember like being your partner like my last year and man you're like on a different level right now like i cannot keep up with you and it's still a lot of fun to be honest i love it aiden has almost like matrix level quickness am i the only one that feels that way and, and, and I'm going to share an experience that I had with Aiden that completely describes his matrix level quickness. Um, we were doing drills going back and forth across the room and I had to be dummy to Aiden. And it was just a simple drill. And I know Aiden was going slow for this old guy, uh, but I was still scared out of my mind. Um, but so we were just going back and forth on the drills and I guess um, he kept advancing and we are getting closer to this brick wall. And I didn't think I was going to, you know, run into the wall or anything, but we're moving back. All I remember was I had my eyes forward and my back towards that wall. And I was moving back and Aiden was kicking me. And then I guess his, I saw his foot come straight up towards my head and I like just kind of ducked and I turned around, but my eyes were closed. And then as my as I turned around and what should have been the brick wall right in front of my face, it was Aiden again. <laughs> it was Aiden in front. And he like um caught my head and he cradled it in such a gentle way. <laughs> and I was like, that's not possible. You I had just turned around, you were kicking me, and then now you're over here catching my head in a very soft, gentle manner. I feel at peace with this. What just happened? There's no possible way he was at two places at one time. But he was. He was. I don't know how you did that, Aiden, but thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. For, for those people listening, like, if you guys are scared of fighting Aiden, you honestly shouldn't. You should be scared of, like, the red, not red belts, like, blue belts, green belts. Uh, Aiden, if you fight Aiden, like, he will find... Like, he knows, he has control, basically. Um, and, yeah, he'll beat you, but, like, in the nicest form. Like, he'll make, you'll feel nice about, you'll feel good about yourself. Like, oh, yeah, I fought Aiden. No. <laughs> like, there will be no injuries. But if you fight, like, a, honestly, if you fight me right now, like, I don't have control right now. Like, I, I, can't, I can't pick up my leg to the head unless I go hard. Yeah. That's a good um, point. So, yeah, do not be scared of fighting it. And, like, I would encourage it once this whole coronavirus is over and we can all spar each other again. Yeah. Aiden's leg is like a literal paintbrush and he's just stroking across your face with his foot. That is the most beautiful way to describe it. That is, <laughs> a paintbrush that hurts. And Aiden's the artist. <laughs> he is the artist. Aiden is the Leonardo da Vinci of Taekwondo. <laughs> yeah. I wish. Uh, your face, your face is his canvas. <laughs> <laughs> your blood is his paint. 
No, I'm still trying to get to that level. Like, there's so many people with much better technique that I'm trying to to perfect. So, what are what are your goals right now that we have like this kind of like pause on like competitions and all that stuff? Like, what are your goals right now, Aiden? Uh, remove this what? belly that I have. <laughs> Please. What what belly? If you know, if, guys, if I, it's not a competition, I, but. <laughs> If I ever like if I one up if my washer like laundry machine doesn't work ever again, like I'll be like, Aiden, can you please come over so I can like wash my clothes with your abs, you know? <laughs> uh like, I'll, I'll get, like to be yeah uh like to be serious, like that is actually one of my uh goals, like to maintain a certain level of uh non fatness or fatness, whatever you want to call it, try to not to overdo okay. my, my weight. Yeah. But okay. uh, also uh I guess since I've been so focused on surviving school, is get that over yeah. with as much as I can, and and so I can actually focus more on taekwondo and work and maintain some sort of financial stability to maintain brand and stuff because of Corona and stuff. But uh, yeah, that's my main focus is maintain my weight and and then also just continue training. Just uh, uh, sync up. Uh, we're sync. A uh, few of us are syncing up with coach on how to. Well, what to work on and what to do in the previous next uh, weeks and months to mm-hmm. during this uh, time period where there's no tournaments. So we just uh, my focus is developing myself, developing um, and developing my techniques, um, taking out the rust and and just maintaining myself. Yeah, I, I do. I do tend to forget that you guys are still in class. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I I do hope that like you be like workload level dwindled a little bit i hope so but even so, even if it does it's like a completely different like format and i know it's still difficult yeah because for me i'm the type of guy that type of person where i can't just stay in one place for so long and i'm i'll i, I malfunction and, and i can't focus and i struggle because for me every time because my my normal schedule if if school is open is go to to campus between eight or nine eight or nine a.m and leave campus from like 9.30 to 10 p.m. Jeez. on average. And that and that's a, on a short day. And then if I finals the midterms, I may leave campus like around midnight. Mm-hmm. And so I'm literally at the campus 12 plus hours. And so when I get to my apartment, I, I eat, I shower, and if I need to continue doing homework and then sleep. And, but, but since I have, since my, the environment an atmosphere of my apartment is to relax, to sleep, to take it easy, and then go hard going on campus. Yeah. Staying like in the first few weeks of school, staying at my house, I just <laughs> I didn't have the will or or motivation I, I, to do my work. I I I do know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you saw like your parents? So luckily, I saw them uh, on Christmas. Like uh, every Christmas, I was able to see them. And uh, damn, and 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 uh, what was I? I, I normally see them on Christmas and yeah and every collegiate that they uh, they visited they didn't visit every one but they I know I remember seeing them yeah and so like and, and normally that's the average the only two times I see my parents yeah. dude I do I do envy you on that side like um do you remember Vegas where my when my dad went oh yeah yeah um yeah that was like like I wanted my dad to see me fight. It's like you know, oh, like the nostalgia part of yeah. it. Unfortunately, <laughs> if people's heard the podcast before, I wasn't able to fight at that time. I wonder what happened. But 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was the other podcast. He had a procedure uh, done. (laughs) Not, no, not procedures, not procedures. (laughs) But yeah, dude. um, Would you say that you're more comfortable fighting around them, or well, yeah, or it's more that's one big topic that Joe and I uh, discussed a lot back in the day. Like, really? Yeah, because he always like wondering if having them or my previous relationship uh like to be there like they would like they, he always thought there would be a distraction for me and i want to be able to focus but for me i had my parents at my tournament yeah for the, from the majority of my life like the majority like 95 yeah, percent of my tournaments, my parents were there so for me them being there is comfortable and at times actually like i, I love it I love them. Yeah. There. Normally, sometimes it's just, oh, they're there. It's, I'm used to it. And other times, like, I'm glad they're there. Like, they help give me extra, like, oomph to, to fight. And one of the biggest ones that, the biggest, uh, my favorite times of them uh, coming to a tournament was the DC Collegiates. Where, I remember uh, that. Where, where I won my yeah. first uh, Collegiates. Yeah. I, I mean, when I saw your parents, I was like, man, like, I really wish my parents were here to see me, like, from the, like, like the old times, you know, when I was a little kid, yeah. when they would, like, cheer me on. And, man, I still have that itch. Like, I know that, uh, was it, I think, I don't know what podcast it was, like, Joe was calling us out, Avi, where, yeah. like, hey, like, you, you guys should, like, start, like, maybe, like, considering competing. Like, damn, like, <laughs> like, honestly, like, I, I kind of have that itch where, like, you know, like, where my dad sees me fight, you know? Like, I don't care about my results, you know? Like, just have fun. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's stressful so. for me for seeing my, my parents. <laughs> Even when I was in high school and running, like, track meets, like, I, uh, whether I did well or not, it was also always stressful. Like, my parents coming. Like, I remember I did one year of football my freshman <clears> year. And, um, you know, wasn't exactly high on the depth chart. And uh, my dad was like, Man, you only played like in you know uh, at the very end, like on the last snap, you know, like what are you a victory cigar or something? Like, uh, there's definitely different part, different yeah. styles of parent- parenting. <laughs> you know, you know what's funny? So, with my parents, they're very traditional Asian parents, and they were always very hypercritical of everything I did. I always felt like nothing was ever up to their standard. Like, oh, you got an A minus? How about minus one finger? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't say that. But so they were always very hypercritical. They were always wanting me to exceed to the next level. Um, yeah. But what was funny was um, when I started competing in Taekwondo, my very first tournament, I was in high school already. So I started kind of late. Okay. And okay. Um, I, I lost my very first tournament. And I remember my dad was the one who took me there. And um, I remember on the drive home, he was just very, very quiet. And I'm thinking to myself, he's quiet because he's disappointed in me. He's not pleased in my performance. I'm never good enough. And it was the very first time um, he, he opened up and he was like, Hey, you know, nobody wins the first time. Um, You did your best and I'm really happy in your performance. And I almost cried because it was the very first time that he was not hypercritical about something. You know, and mm. I think he recognized that I was very hard on myself, that I was very disappointed and that I was in a very heavy place. And it was the first time I, I felt um, empathy for my dad at that stage in life. And it was a time when I really needed it because, you know, high school is very difficult and all that. And yeah, I just felt yeah. like I was just constantly never, you know, up to my parents' standards. And that one, brief, that dr- that drive home, I remember that drive home more than I do that tournament. It, it, it meant a lot. Wow. 
It really did. Um, so yeah, I mean, Aiden, when you have your parents there, it, it, it brings back those memories too. And, you know, I recognize how many sacrifices your parents make to be on these visits and all in it. Yeah. You know, I, I think we all need to extend a show of appreciation to them as well. Cause it means a lot to us too, you know? Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah they, they've done like a lot. I've done a lot of sacrifices to maintain the sport, but they've made a lot more sacrifices to get me started and, and continue to up to where I am right now. And they still support me in a lot yeah. of what I do. Yeah. So, like I can't, I can't never stop showing, like I can't fully explain my pr- true appreciation that I have for them. So Aiden, like, so parents are one side of like the support during the tournament, but how would you rate the alumni support? I know there was like two years that we went to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> or just, so what just, 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 <laughs> ouch, ouch. I know, right? I know. Just, just gauge how important it is for alumni to go to your tournaments, you know, like, mm. cause we, we talk about it like, Hey, like, like we should make it more of a point to like go to these tournaments for HP where like, honestly, it's just like either like three of you or something. It's just two. And it's, it's a very different vibe. I bet. Well, it, it, it all depends on the fighter. It depends on the person. Some people do well with less people. Some people do well with others. And like for me specifically is, especially with alumni that I known for a long time, like you guys, it's, it's always special to, uh, for you guys to be there. Like, like, to also like with you guys it's also very nostalgic going back to tournaments yeah. where, we, where we used to compete together and but instead of you guys competing it's you guys supporting me and and you guys being there is always spe- it's always special for me seeing you guys at tournaments and so mm. i i gauge it almost uh as much as uh my parents going there because you guys are also good friends of mine a special place in my heart and having people that support me and love me and i and and me to them it's always it's always a special moment Oh man, I don't know if it's the whiskey, but you almost made me tear up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you cry when you drink whiskey? Because it's so uh, hey, nasty. That's why whiskey, whiskey, whiskey is definitely the crying. If it's that good, the, the the feels, you know. Yeah, the feels. No, but I will say that you know, like warming you up in like Vegas, it's like damn, like you know, like I'm, I'm warming up Aiden, you know, like he's about to fight Olympians and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like it feels good, you know, like cheering you guys. Damn, it was a, it was a good time. Like, I really, 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 really wish like we can make it a thing, like where alumni go to like at least one tournament. Yeah, Vegas, right? <laughs> I mean, now I know, I know, it's Florida this year. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to make it, but I really, really regret not going. Yeah, that was like yeah, a, that was a coach Joe like, and Aiden. Yeah, I I know. Like, had I known, it's like ah. The thing is, I was about to go to Europe, so I was like, you know what? I need to like focus on school. Like, I can't just be traveling a lot. Ah, I do regret it not going. Yeah, like yeah, you mentioning that, that uh, Coach Mike, that it was just me and Joe alone. That was a very significant uh, tournament of him being just us two in a in an odd yeah. way. Because uh, I say very significant, not only because I I medaled my first U.S. Open and stuff like that. It was also that. Like coinciding my, with my first U.S. Open, my very first U.S. Open, which was in Vegas, it was only me and Joe. My oh wow! Year, my second year at uh, uh, here uh, with yeah. you guys at UT, like I, I've been trying to go to U.S. Open and wanted to go for my first international open, my first international tournament in general. Yeah, uh, I was like, hey Joe, like, can we do this? And like, yeah, if you 
show me commitment and we'll and, and for sure i'll commit with you and so yeah so, we went uh, i mean now that you mentioned that honestly like you kind of like kind of brought the club to like a different level because like before you there was like you know it was just collegiate was like the big dance you know like, and it still, it still it still kind of is but like you came in and like you brought that initiative like hey like i want to go and compete on this and like the club i don't think the club did anything like that before and yeah you brought like great change to the club to be honest yeah it was a it was a very special moment like it was, <laughs> us going to to a tournament like that and and throughout the years like like you said it, it's been growing and we started going to more tournaments more people started to join like at the hp level going to different uh all over the country and, and all over the world and like we had a lot of people coming in like edgar danica patricia etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah and all of a sudden four years later i we go back to us open again this time in orlando and it goes back from me starting out having people and then just me and Joe again, just us two. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like like the, the circle of life. Back to the grassroots, man. And not only not only that, it was not just that because since I my first tournament, international tournament was with just with Joe at a US Open. And coming back around, it was us two again alone. Yeah. Not only was it my uh my first tournament internet my first US Open the first time, then it was that that circle around is now Joe's first tournament in a long time, so that was, that was crazy. Between us yeah, two. so like it circled back around and instead of be, me being the first tournament, it was Joe's first tournament, and so yeah, like, yeah. I found it very poetic in a, in a matter of speaking. So I'm really digging the Jedi, the Jedi Master and Padawan relationship that y'all have. <laughs> um, I mean, don't go. What's the thing. next one? Yeah, don't, don't don't join the dark side first off, but uh, I mean. Who's who's going to be the next one, Aiden? What do you think? I don't think that's something that one can say. But it must yeah. be it must be felt. <laughs> you've you've got to let the or force. Just, or, or just get Daniel and then fight someone and it knocked out. And then we found him. Sorry. Check the chosen one. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's the initiation. We gotta we gotta yeah. get Daniel into fighting again. So I mean, the reason why I joke about it is, you know, the way that you describe, you know, it was just it was just like a you and Coach Joe type trip going to this tournament. I mean, it reminds me a lot of the times when Joe was a freshman, right? Um, the club was going through some changes at the time. We were we were gearing back towards competition, and Joe brought this spark as a freshman, like, hey, let's start competing again. Let's go to all these big tournaments. And I was the older guy. I was like, ah. You know, I, I don't feel like it right now, but we did anyway. And a lot of sometimes it was just him and I, it was just the two of us. And we drive around Texas going to all these local tournaments. And, um, you know, it was just that one-on-one. And, you know, it's funny because at the times we felt a bit defeated because our, maybe one of our goals was to have more people go to these tournaments with us. But honestly, maybe that's all it needed at the time, just the two of us. And we needed that just to, you know, build that bond, build that relationship between, you know, two fighters um, passing the torch, you know? Yeah, of course. So did you, did you give a, like coach Joe any tips right before his fight or something? Aiden? Uh, Unfortunately I wasn't there. Since since he told us late (laughs) that, that uh, he was going to compete, I already booked my tickets and everything. Uh, And and when he mentioned he was fighting, I'm like, are you serious? I know. I know. I think I think the feeling I think the feeling is for everyone. 
Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> he kept so it highly mad. secret from everybody. Yeah, because he, because he, yeah, he, he told us, he, he told us actually kind of um, early compared to uh, everybody else. But uh, but since we booked our stuff kind of early, especially flights, I was very annoyed that he told me <laughs> after we booked our flights because I wanted to be able to stay there and watch him. Like I was so mad that I was going to watch him stay one day later and watch. No, he's yeah. sneaky like that. <laughs> yeah, he he would do that. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Oh, man. And then I was, like, so excited. Like, okay, well, at least I can go see him in the Pan Ams, you know? But no. Rona strikes. Uh, <laughs> another victim. <laughs> another victim to Rona. Yeah. I mean, I guess once the next, like, you know, international tournament that we should all, we could all, like, plan to um, go attend. Honestly, it's... I don't know. Like, I... It's up in yeah, the air. I was... yeah, right, now, right now, yeah, there's no... Especially internationally, there's no set tournaments right now because one, one of the tournaments i was uh getting ready to go after costa rica wasn't like in may 31st in tahiti i was so wow mm. it was a g2 tournament in tahiti i'm like hell yeah sign me in and then nope you know i was i was looking forward to the one san antonio i was re- i was yep. looking forward to yeah Nationals. i was looking forward to oh, like hosting you guys here in san antonio <laughs> yeah, yeah. i mean you know like fighting and like and then hosting you guys, and like we can all be together afterwards. We have a good time. Yeah, that would have been fun. Yeah, I really like. I really wish they. I mean, San Antonio's the next national again. You know. Yeah, I hope they. I hope they just kind of hold that spot. Yeah, yeah. Um, who knows? I'm so excited uh, for that. Yeah, I guess collegiates is technically supposed to still have, like, you know, tentatively in the fall. But who knows? Yeah, I mean, if if things keep keep it up. Like it's good going right now, I can see them just canceling altogether. Yeah, who knows? Right now, it's it's with this pandemic, it's very unpredictable in a matter too with the way the government is running um, testing. It's, it's you, we, I don't know. It's it's hard to predict. I think. I mean, also given that it's like a contact sport, you know, I think like yeah. the fear, yeah. you know, because uh, I know a couple of Texas schools have already said that they will have in-person classes. I know Texas A&M already said that. Um, but even then, like, I, I mean, I'm I'm definitely sure, unfortunately, we're probably going to get a hit, you know, yeah. in our yeah. numbers. But... Yeah, I mean, even the Olympics have been pushed back a whole year. I mean, that's... I mean, that takes a big thing for something like that to happen. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I mean, when it comes, we'll make do with what we got. I mean, it'll be the same case for every school who attends anyway. That's true. Um, When did you kind of discover that you were so fast? I don't know how to phrase that. Like, when did you discover that you had flash-like speed and reflexes i mean when when did it click in your head like hey i can actually go really far with taekwondo uh, like you know i'm me uh, it's, it's hard to say like i it's, it's really hard for me to say that there's a moment in time where i was like hey i'm pretty uh, I, I, I i'm pretty good i'm doing well <laughs> and I, I i'll do good i was i was just i guess I was, I was just more focused on doing the sport itself and just moving on with the sport, yeah. trying to grow, trying to get better. You just go to tournaments. I didn't really think about, I guess, my capabilities. I was more like, hey, I just want to keep going and I just want to get better. And so I just, I just 
yeah, yeah. Just focus on moving forward and, and enjoying the sport. And and I guess I'm, I mostly was I was I guess I was only aware of the things that you said only because uh, people I've, I've mentioned that a few times in my life. And mm-hmm. but I always, I was never thought of myself as fast. Like I always see other people like who I thought were much faster. And like, well, if 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 I'm at their speed, then I'm not fast. And so I never really thought myself as fast in comparison to what I want to yeah. be. I always, I guess I'm always putting myself in a high standard that uh, if I'm not as fast as the guy that I'm trying to beat or I'm trying to uh, compete with, then I'm not, I'm not that fast. Would you, okay. would you huh. consider yourself a very competitive person? Like regardless of what it, what it is that you're playing? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, who, who I that. Because <laughs> I, I think I think I've heard you say like, "Oh yeah, you play chess. All right, let's 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 play chess." Like, like if oh, you play Smash, yeah, like <laughs> yeah, the, the Smash nights so, with the guys were, were always fun. All right, I guess I guess where I'm going is like, what is something you're not competitive about? Ooh. Um, insert cricket sounds. <laughs> Yeah. yeah wow. Answer. It got really quiet. <laughs> wow. Well, I wow. I, I, I guess, okay. I guess I don't know. Is this? It. it what I'm going at. Where I'm going at is like, okay. You beat me in Taekwondo. <laughs> you beat me in golf. Where, where, where's your weakness? What's your kryptonite? Oh, you know. Yeah. Okay, where can Hector was, get a win? Where can he get a win? That's an easy answer. I'll give you it. But uh, I, I'm. Not <laughs> you gotta figure this out. Uh, I gotta find them myself. Oh, there's, man. there's a few things that you can definitely beat me with, and I can't. I can't disclose that uh, confidential uh, information. Uh, man, that's true. Home. That's true. It's on a podcast. <laughs> Once it's out there, it's out there. So he wants to keep. I, I respect <laughs> that. I respect that. That's well, cool. I respect that. I respect that. You, telling you the answer, and not finding it out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's true. I, man, I, I, do, I do like the challenge. I remember when we were. <laughs> I remember when we played basketball, um, and I was like, okay. You can kick my ass in Taekwondo, but I got you on jump shots. And then suddenly he starts sinking threes like left and right. And he's like the primary ball handler. And like, I was like, oh, great. You can beat me at this sport too. Perfect. Hey, hey, Abby, why don't you ask Aiden if he got his black belt from Chuck Norris? Ooh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, yeah. I'll ask Chuck Norris if he's ever met Aiden. <laughs> Ouch! That was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> I mean, we even went even on the track. Like I was usually like uh, on team, um, probably the faster one there. And then as soon as you come in, and you're like either at first I think we were like neck and neck speed wise, and then like you just started blowing me away whenever we would do workouts, um, whether it was like running up that stupid ramp by Clark Field uh... or by um, <laughs> yeah, or just by doing you know laps around the track like. That was like great. That was that was kind of my thing that I hung my hat on, and you've taken it away from me. Wait, and I've never been this funny, it. This funny one because when I heard that other podcast of you talking about how about you being like excelling and, and running and loving the punishments, <laughs> now you know you're saying that makes 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 makes, makes that big wow. much sweeter now. <laughs> wow, uh... he's competing right now. He's competing right <laughs> yeah. as we speak. As we speak, he's competing. Damn. No, I was gonna ask: Was Abraham in team when you joined? Yes. Or... Okay, yeah, he, he was the only one that I, that was neck neck with me with the running and doing the. I know, 
Okay. I know. So I remember. Ooh. I remember he was a really good runner, and now like my basically my equal was like Abraham. Like we would always like you know be on neck on neck, but for running, yeah, he always like beat me like easily. Yeah, I, I was always barely faster than him in the running. Like that's the only thing that I couldn't blow past him. He was always right behind me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, for me, like sports was always something that I enjoyed doing, and and I was I guess I always had a knack for it because of the way I was raised, like my, my dad, my mom and dad are both uh, athletes growing up. And my dad was always the one trying to keep my brother and I in a, in a good physical condition. Like we always, like the rule in the house is you have to be in one sport. You don't have to be good at it. You don't have to be excelling in the best of it, but at least have to be in one to maintain at least some sort of physical condition. And for me, I guess I was just, I liked it. And I always kept, kept at it. Like, uh, I don't know how you guys, my, my dad, about my dad, but my dad's a, uh, uh uh, a runner and he always I was I was yeah. I was about to mention that I think I've heard he's an ultra marathonist yes. if I'm correct yes. which oh which wow. please explain what that means like the technical definition uh, that I know of is ultra ultra marathoner is, is somebody who runs more than a marath- longer than a marathon uh, like but g- give us give us on average how many miles that is well it depends on the races there's, there's exactly there's, um, 50 milers there's 50 k's there's even 100 milers i don't feel so exactly. bad exactly like my, yeah like i well my dad has a lot of accomplishments in, in running a lot especially because he has one bad knee yeah he is his <laughs> one of his knees has no cartilage and and he can't move it past like he, he, he can't bend his knee not even close to 90 degrees and so he has no cartilage his old bone and bone he can't barely run on it he can't barely walk in it and he still does that then he's running yeah. ultra marathons yeah, his, his, one of his accomplishments is running 100 miles in 24 hours oh man what yeah i i like my mind does not comprehend that like i hear it and it just, you know, it, is your dad Zeus? <laughs> yeah. Say, every, every time, that would make Aiden Hercules. Honestly, every, every time we talk, uh, like every time we, we talk about uh, the kind, sweet things, you talk about me, about my career as a Taekwondo martial artist. My dad is ten times more badass uh, in running and can't, and I can talk about him in multiple podcasts nonstop of all the things that he's done. The genes, it's the genes. Yeah. yeah. Aiden's yeah, got the pedigree. He, he's on another level of badassery. <laughs> the Rivas family. How old Ow. is your dad? Oh, man. Don't put me on the spot like that. I'm bad at mental wow. math. Well, um, guys, uh, Jackie just brought me another old-fashioned. I think this is the time to cut it off. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, you, you cut off. More we... questions yeah. that should not be question exactly exactly <laughs> let's make sure we don't have to edit more parts out of this podcast <laughs> oh my god <laughs> have fun mike yeah i'm gonna have a lot of editing to do <laughs> um aiden it was a pleasure uh i was really happy to have you on this podcast tell you the truth and again you're just a wonderful person to be around and you know texas taekwondo is really blessed to have you come through and you know just be part of us. Um, just you being you was was awesome. Yeah, the pleasure um, don't mind. I'm I'm glad that you guys were able to welcome me with open arms, even though I blasted y'all's president in the face <laughs> the first time I 
<laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you for reminding me. I'll, I'll send that picture away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to use that picture for the post of this yes, podcast. Yes, do 100% use that as clickbait. <laughs> oh, but yeah, we look forward to uh, your next competition whenever that is. Uh, we'll, we'll be sure to... Uh, We'll make every effort to be there. Yeah, I'm looking for, for it. Sure. Me too. I'm really mm-hmm. looking for it. All right, fellas. Uh, thanks again. And, um, you know, join us next time. Uh, so, yeah, have a good night. You guys too. Good to see you. Good to yeah. hear y'all. Yeah. <laughs> hear you guys. My name is Anna Rivas, and I approve this message. This has been another episode of Texas Taekwondo in the Coach's Corner. If you would like to contribute to the Texas Taekwondo Alumni Association Endowment Fund, please contact Texas Taekwondo Alumni at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, hook them. Is the whiskey still flowing, Hector? Yeah, it's. I'm about to finish my. <laughs> about to finish my second. Well, third one, I think. I. I oh my oh, god! She doesn't remember. That's- cool because this uh this whiskey is really like flowing the conversation <laughs> <laughs>